Hey flower lovers, Alexa here with the Flowers on Fire podcast, where I talk about life as a florist and other passionate things. Hello and welcome to the first episode of the Flowers on Fire podcast. My name is Alexa and I'm recording from my home in Sandy, Utah. It's nice and snowy outside. It's January. Um, It's freezing (laughs) and uh, it's really early. I'm actually up before the sun rises today. Uh, Like most work days, we get up super early. My husband, Justin, he has an alarm going off at like 4.45 or 5 a.m., He works four tens and they like to get started early so they can end early and have the rest of their days. Um, He installs elevators. It's this really rad job that he loves. There's lots of problem solving and this like edge of danger because it's a really dangerous job too. And he really enjoys it and he's brilliant at it. So yeah, we're up early today. Let's dive into the topic. Uh, Where do flowers come from? I can guarantee that your florist is probably not growing the flowers they're designing with themselves, even though there are some farmer uh, designer type floral people out in the world. It's a very rare combo. Um, I can only think of like two that I know personally that design and grow. Um, I think it's really rad when people do that because there is so much love that goes into growing flowers. Flowers are not like mass produced in some, you know, big warehouse uh, production line. They're an organic product and farmers are putting so much time and energy and love into growing these flowers for us. Uh, If you can imagine getting a little tiny seed and nurturing that seed until full bloom, that's like quite the process. You have a lot to think about. You are fighting so many factors too, like pests and bugs, wind, sun, uh, soil, water. Uh, There's probably more that I'm not listing because I don't grow flowers, but uh, it's a labor of love. Like you flower farmers out there, I fucking love you so much because with your like patience and expertise, I get to have the most beautiful flowers to design with. And I just super, super appreciate it so much. I love you guys. Seriously. Okay. So back to the topic of where do flowers come from? Um, everywhere is the broad answer. They are grown worldwide. Um, well, except for like in the Antarctic and stuff, but anywhere that, uh, you know, flowers can grow, they are grown. Um, where are they grown the most? There's actually like six places in the world that grow the most flowers. They have the highest production. Um, the first being California. We'll start with our neighbor here. Um, California grows a bunch of flowers. They have a pretty mild, uh, climate year round. So they're able to produce flowers year round, which is super rad. We have a growing season here in Utah as well. Um, It's like April to October, depending on when the last frost and the first frost happens every year. Uh, We have a fantastic local community here, and I love my local flower farmers so much. I love you guys. Um, I love working with local product. It's just like 
the healthiest, yummiest, most delicious, like you get your product the day or the day before, like after it's cut, it's such a treat. Like I get flowers that were cut the day before and then they're in my hands and they like are just so healthy and delicious. It's awesome. Um, so yeah, California is a top producer, um, along with Colombia, Ecuador, Holland, Kenya, and Ethiopia. So I don't know if that blows your mind, uh, but those are the top producers of floral production in the world. Um, I actually got a chance to go to Colombia a couple years ago in 2019 and like tour a bunch of flower farms and it was so magical. They grow so many beautiful varieties. A lot of carnations come out of Colombia as well as roses and they just have like the flower growing process down to a T. Like the flowers that are coming out of that area, they're super healthy, they're super strong. Um, a reason to source like not local 100% would be availability. So we can't really source local October through April here in Utah. But also um, not everyone is growing the varieties that we florists need or have to design with. So um, that's why like sourcing roses from Ecuador and Colombia makes sense. They just do a fantastic job and they have the climate for it. And talking about like standard roses, not your garden rose varieties. There are local garden rose growers here in Utah, but um, yeah, super fantastic down there. And Holland has like the most luscious, I think of tulips when I think of Holland, I think of hydrangea, I think of like those beautiful spring blooms. They just have like the climate again and the resources to grow these beautiful flowers. So how would flowers from another country get to my hands as a florist in Utah? Um, it's actually fairly easy. Yeah, with globalization and just the connectedness of the world, it's actually really, really easy to get your hands on delicious flowers that are grown worldwide. Um, so there's a few different options for sourcing flowers from other farms, and this could apply to like local U.S. farms too. Um, like if I was sourcing from California or some Midland farms or even Florida, um, I could work through my local wholesaler. I'm lucky enough uh, with my studio in Midvale that I have three wholesalers within like a 10 minutes drive from the studio and I can place orders with my sales reps at each to get like the list of things that I want. Um, they've made it really simple, streamlined and easy. So I just email like my sales rep what I'm looking for as long as I'm giving them enough notice, um, at least two weeks notice for my wish list. And then they have relationships with individual farms. And then they're ordering like bulk quantities for all of the florists that they work for. So they're kind of like the middleman, but it makes it really easy because I give them my wish list and then they source it from like 50 different farms and they make it happen. So that's like a really um, spectacular like resource for me to get those varieties that I'm after. And they make it super, super simple. Um, another like way I can source flowers from different countries or different farms in these countries is through brokers. So I actually like work with a specific broker 
out of Ecuador to source roses from there. Um, you know, I could source the same roses from my local wholesaler, but they get directly like chopped and sent to me. And the thing with a wholesaler, and this is just the way that the wholesale is, this isn't to like shit talk or anything, but let's say like I need a specific variety of flower and so does another florist and florist one needs their product on Monday and I need my product on Thursday. Well, the wholesaler is going to place an order and get that shipped in on Sunday give florist one the product they're needing on Monday and then give me the product I'm needing on Thursday. Um, so wholesalers can kind of hold product if that makes sense, but they're buying in such large quantities. Like this is just the way they have to do it. You know, um, they're getting shipments in on certain days of the week and they have to like fit everyone's schedule in that of like the day the florist wants to pick up from them. Um, so I'm not saying it's like old product or anything like that. It's just like they're they're just coordinating so many logistics. Um, so, you know, it's a one-stop shop. They can usually get me everything I want, uh, which I super appreciate. But when I can, I like to source direct from Ecuador. Um, my rose guy down there is so sweet. And I get a little bit better pricing because labor is cheaper in other countries. There, I said it. Everybody knows it. Um, but I can get cheaper product, and it's really, really fresh, and it's cut just for my order and then shipped directly to me. So there's not, like, as much hold time, if that makes sense. And then another way to source flowers is directly from the farm itself. I actually do that here in Utah. There's a few flower farms that I just reach out directly to the owner of the farm and like kind of pre-order with them, like, hey, I have a wedding um, two weeks from now. Can I get X, Y, and Z? And I'll just pay directly to them. So um, that is kind of like another way to source. If you've got relationship with Farms Direct, like use that. Um, as a florist, it's definitely beneficial to have multiple relationships with multiple different like farms, wholesalers, and brokers because you never know um, if you're going to be able to get the product that you want, there are just like those instances that, you know, there's hiccups that come along and that's just life, right? Um, there could be like a shortage of something, like something so popular that we run out of a product and it's impossible to get because, you know, we can't just produce more on the like snap of a finger. These flowers take months to grow from seed to bloom and so there could be like an influx on demand and then you can't get what you want at this particular farm. But, oh, wait, your wholesaler found a small farm in a random place and you can get it, you know. So um, other factors are like if a crop goes bad, you know, you don't want to put all your eggs in one basket just in case. Um, there could be like pests or mice or something that messes up the crop. There could be flooding. Uh, there could also be like travel issues. So if there's like hurricanes or something, then yeah, I can't get my product flown over, right? It's like, there's just all these different factors that can happen. So it's really, really smart as a florist to like source from as many different places that you can, just so that you can be sure to get the product that you're after. 
But one of my favorite, favorite, favorite things to do here in Utah, I know we kind of mentioned it earlier, is sourcing locally grown flowers. We have such amazing growers here. I love you. If you're listening to this, I love you. I love you. I love you. Thank you for putting your heart and soul into your flowers and providing them for people like me so that I can play with the most gorgeous blooms I've ever seen. Um, it's so great to like not only support my local community by purchasing, but it's like the healthiest product ever. It's not being like cut and boxed and shipped. It's like literally being cut and then put in a bucket and then I go pick it up. And it is so nice. I am so lucky. I know I'm so, so lucky. Um, we actually have a collective here. Um, two flower farmers have like joined Stephen with Mountain Man Flowers and Jesse with Hidden Creek Farms. They've actually started a collective where they kind of act as that middleman where they have relationships with all these different farms as well. Um, they're both farmers. They have relationships with other farmers. And then they host a market two days a week uh, where uh, we florists can go shop and pick up our pre-orders. It's so fantastic. Like the fact that they have that coordinated is so brilliant. And just, you know, before before the collective was set up, like we floors had to drive from farm to farm to farm to farm. And during wedding week, like it's just too much. It's like too much of our time because we have to like start on production days and build and design. And, you know, we have so many other things <clears throat> on our to-do list that we like we're wasting all this time driving, you know, four or five hours on Tuesday to go pick up all of our stuff from local farms. So now they've made it so easy for us to grab. And I am just like eternally grateful. Thank you. Thank you, Stephen and Jesse for that. Um, it's like such a treat to have those beautiful blooms. Um, so that is another way to source, like find out who your local farms are, find out who's growing, find out if you have a collective in your area. Um, it's such a cool community and I've met, uh, so many other florists through it and just been able to build friendships in that as well, which has been super, super special. So yeah, I think that kind of wraps things up, kind of gives a quick overview on where flowers are sourced and where they come from. Uh, I feel like a lot of people's like experience to cut flowers is through your grocery store because everyone goes to the grocery store, right? Um, there's going to be flowers in any tier of grocery store, Walmart to Whole Foods, um, those wrapped bouquets that you're seeing in cellophane and wrap at Walmart, they were actually probably put together in another country and then shipped here, cut, rehydrated, and then put on the shelf. Um, since labor is cheaper in other countries, that some of the designs are actually sourced out in other countries. They're outsourced. So some farms will actually grow the flowers, design them, ship them designed, and then we'll rehydrate and put on the shelf. So just be aware there's different quality and different, uh, you know, healthiness of your flowers, the age of the flowers, just like in produce, right? You can get organic produce or garbage produce. Um, same with your flowers and your florist is going to be the best you can get your hands on. They just have these magical relationships with so many people in the industry to give you the healthiest, best, longest lasting flowers. Um, I can say that you probably can't 
like expect your um, wrap from Walmart to last that long. It's just like not the ideal way to have your flowers taken care of and designed and brought to you, the consumer. So anyways, um, yeah, I think that covers it. If you guys have any questions, please reach out. Um, I'm just a DM away on Instagram. My handle is lily.and.iris. Lily is misspelled. It's L-I-L-L-Y. I swear I know how to spell it. It's just named after my cousin. Um, and yeah, love to hear from you. You can also shoot me an email anytime. If you have any more questions about where flowers come from, I will try and answer them. Okay. Have a beautiful day.